Welcome to Coffee, Cocktails, and Conversations with Felicia. On today's podcast, I want to talk to you about Democratic Leader Representative Hakeem Jeffries and his elevation in the Democratic Party. Let's get into it. If you have been following the chaos happening in Congress right now, you already know that things don't look or feel comfortable. Earlier this month, the Republican-led House of Representatives removed Kevin McCarthy from his short speakership. McCarthy proved to be the shortest tenured speaker since the 19th century. For the last two weeks, Republicans in the House of Representatives remain divided as they attempt to choose a new speaker. The second time this year that's happened. On October 18th, Representative Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio, lost his second round of floor votes for the speakership. However, Democrats have voted in unison under the direction of minority leader Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat from New York. Given Jeffries' unanimous support amongst Democrats, speculation has grown that a few Republicans could support the Democratic leader. So does that mean that Hakeem Jeffries could be the new House Speaker? Well, House rules require that the Speaker receive a majority of the votes cast, something neither Mr. Jeffries nor Mr. Jordan received in the first round of voting. However, Representative Jeffries did receive 212 votes in that round. That was more than the 199 that Jim Jordan received. Why does it even matter? Who is Hakeem Jeffries? Hakeem Jeffries was born on August 4, 1970 in New York City to Lynetta Jeffries, a social worker, and Marlon Jeffries, a state substance abuse counselor. Growing up in a working class neighborhood, he witnessed firsthand the challenges faced by many of his constituents. Jeffries graduated from Midwood High School in 1988. He then studied political science at Binghamton University, graduating with honors in 1992 with a Bachelor of Arts degree in political science. During his time at Binghamton, he became a member of the Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity. Jeffries continued his education at Georgetown University McCourt School of Public Policy, earning a Master of Public Policy degree in 1994. He then attended New York University School of Law, where he was a member of the New York University Law Review. He graduated magna cum laude in 1997 with a Juris Doctor degree and delivered the student address at the convocation ceremony. After graduating from law school, Jeffrey spent one year as a law clerk in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York. Before becoming House Democratic leader, Jeffrey served as the Congressional Black Caucus Whip, having been elected in the position in November 2014. In that role, he was actively involved in maintaining the CBC's historic role as the conscience of the Congress, addressing special orders on the House floor, which included voting rights. In December 2014, Jeffries led CBC members in a hands up, don't shoot protest of killings of African-Americans by the police. After the shootings in Charleston in June 2015 by a white supremacist inspired by the Confederate flag, 
Jeffries led the effort to have the flag removed for sale or display on National Park Service land. The Republican House leadership eventually killed this amendment, but during the debate on the House floor, Jeffries stood next to the Confederate battle flag and said, quote, got chills, end quote. And then he stated that, quote, ghosts of the Confederacy have invaded the GOP, end quote. Criminal justice reform is a big one for Jeffries. Jeffries called for the Department of Justice investigation into the circumstances of Eric Garner's death. In April 2015, he stood with Gwen Carr, Garner's mother, to announce the introduction of the Excessive Use of Force Prevention Act of 2015, which would make chokeholds illegal under federal law. Regarding gun laws, Jeffrey supports increased background checks for potential gun owners and a ban on assault weapons. After a mass shooting in Nashville, Tennessee left six dead, he called on Congress to bring the Bipartisan Background Checks Act and Assault Weapons Ban to the House floor. Quote, our schools have become killing fields and our children slaughtered by weapons of war. It is time for Congress to put kids over guns. End quote. In the 117th Congress, Jeffries voted in favor of the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, the first gun safety bill passed by both chambers of Congress and signed into law in nearly 30 years. The act established provisions to hire new agents to crack down and target the so-called iron pipeline. This was the illegal flow of guns sold in the South, then transported up the East Coast and found at crime scenes in cities from Baltimore to New York City. Jeffrey slammed the Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe versus Wade, calling it, quote, an assault on freedom, the Constitution, and the values shared by a majority of Americans, end quote. In the 118th Congress, he joined House Democratic lawmakers to reintroduce the Women's Health Protection Act, which would legally protect providing and accessing abortion care nationwide for patients and abortion providers. Jeffries also supports banning discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. In 2019, he voted in favor of the Equality Act and urged Congress members to do the same. And let's not forget cannabis. Jeffries reintroduced bipartisan legislation the Preparing Regulators Effectively for a Post-Prohibition Adult Use Regulated Environment Act, or the PREPARE Act, to create a transparent process for the federal government to establish effective regulations to be enacted upon the termination of the prohibition of cannabis. He also co-sponsored the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, or the MORE Act, this act would end the federal prohibition and criminalization of cannabis by removing it from the Controlled Substances Act and facilitate the expungement of low-level federal cannabis convictions while incentivizing state and local governments to do the same. In the past, Jeffries has also called on the New York City Police Commissioner to reform its cannabis arrest policy after reports showed that low-level cannabis arrests increased dramatically under Mayor Michael Bloomberg's administration and its application of the stop and frisk. 
these arrests continue to rise in the New York City, in New York City, under Bloomberg's successor, Bill de Blasio. And how does Jeffries feel about Donald Trump? Well, Jeffries voted to impeach former President Donald Trump during both his first and second impeachments in the House. He repeatedly called Trump's presidency illegitimate due to the Russian interference in the 2016 election. On foreign affairs, as a member of the bipartisan Congressional Ukraine Caucus, Jeffries has spoken out against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He defended the Biden administration's assistance to Ukraine throughout the crisis and voted to send relief. On Syria, in 2023, Jeffries voted against HCR 21. This bill directed President Joe Biden to remove U.S. troops from Syria within 180 days. And let's not forget Israel. Jeffries visited Israel for the first trip abroad as House Democratic leader. In Israel, he led a delegation of House Democrats and met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Jeffries adamantly supports Israel's right to exist as a Jewish democracy. He has been called one of the most pro-Israel Democrats in the House. Jeffries also believes Israel has the right to defend itself from terrorism. Pro-Israel groups cheered Jeffries' ascent to House Democratic leader due to his strong support for Israel. He has traveled there five times since being elected to Congress. In 2020, Jeffries told a conference in the U.S.'s largest and most powerful pro-Israel lobby group, the American Israel Public Affairs Committee, quote, back home in New York City, we consider Jerusalem to be the sixth borough, end quote. Upon the onset of the 2023 Israel-Hamas war, Jeffries reiterated his support for Israel, saying, quote, our commitment to Israel's security is ironclad, end quote. So as the Democratic Party continues to navigate the challenges of an ever-changing political landscape, it is clear that Hakeem Jeffries will play a significant role in shaping its future. With his charisma, strategic thinking, dedication to his constituents, and masterful communication skills, Jeffries has proven himself to be a rising star in the world of politics. He has united Democrats from all corners of the party fostering a sense of unity and purpose that will propel Democrats towards a brighter future. As Jeffries continues to rise, there is no doubt that he will continue to be a force for progress and change within the Democratic Party for years. So, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to House Democratic Leader Hakeem Jeffries as he speaks at the Democratic Caucus press event. The Democratic Leader, Hakeem Jeffries. Whip Clark, Chairman Aguilar, House Democrats, all those assembled, it's my honor and privilege to stand before you with the House Democratic Caucus, which has made clear from the very beginning of this Congress that we will put people over politics. Yeah. And to do everything possible to find common ground whenever and wherever possible with our Republican colleagues in order to chart 
a bipartisan path forward to get things done for the American people. That's been our position from day one of this Congress, and it remains our position. Because we are here as members of the House of Representatives to make life better for everyday Americans, not play political games. House Democrats will continue to fight for lower costs, better paying jobs, safer communities, reproductive freedom, defend democracy, fix our broken immigration system, protect the right to vote, and build an economy that works for everyday Americans from the middle out and the bottom up. And we want to find a bipartisan path to reopening the House of Representatives so we can solve problems for the American people and stand with our friends like Israel and Ukraine and others throughout the free world. But the House Republican Civil War continues to rage on, miring the Congress in chaos, dysfunction, and extremism. House Republicans have chosen to triple down on the chaos, triple down on the dysfunction, and triple down on the extremism. House Republicans have selected as their nominee to be the Speaker of the People's House, the Chairman of the Chaos Caucus, a defender in a dangerous way of dysfunction and an extremist extraordinaire. When we had a narrow majority under the last Congress, led by Speaker Pelosi in partnership with Senate Democrats under the leadership of President Joe Biden, we were able to pass bills to make a difference in the lives of the American people. House Democrats passed legislation to save the economy through the American Rescue Plan by putting shots in arms, money in pockets, and kids back in school, and allow America to be reopened as the strongest economy of any in the developed world. House Democrats were able to pass the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act to fix our crumbling bridges, roads, tunnels, airports, our sewer and water systems, our mass transportation systems, and to ensure that there was high-speed internet access and clean water in every community. House Democrats, with our majority, were able to pass gun safety legislation for the first time in 30 years that will save lives. House Democrats were able to pass legislation to stand up for our veterans who were exposed to toxic substances, Agent Orange, and things to undermine their health, their safety, and well-being, and to provide millions of veterans with the health care they need to live the lives that they deserve. House Democrats were able to pass the Chips and Science Act to bring domestic manufacturing jobs back home to the United States of America. And House Democrats were able to pass the Inflation Reduction Act to strike a dramatic blow 
against the climate crisis, set our planet on a sustainable trajectory forward, lower energy costs, strengthen the affordable care act, lower health care costs, and drive down the high price of life-saving prescription drugs for millions of Americans, including dropping the price of insulin from thousands of dollars a year to $35 a month for millions of Americans. That is the track record of legislative accomplishment under a House Democratic majority. House Republicans have just elected a speaker nominee who in 16 years in this Congress hasn't passed a single bill because his focus has not been on the American people. His focus has been on peddling lies and conspiracy theories and driving division amongst the American people. House Republicans now have a choice. There are only two paths forward. On the one hand, House Republicans can continue to triple down on the chaos, the dysfunction, and the extremism that has been visited upon the American people as a result of the House Republican Civil War. On the other hand, traditional Republicans can break away from the extremism, partner with Democrats on an enlightened bipartisan path forward so we can end the recklessness and get back to doing the business of the American people. And Democrats are ready, willing, and able to get that done.